0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: Let's do our five piece of McNuggets. This is... Five stats that we probably have overlooked during the course of our conversation of this game in the week. And McNuggets goes to 7,000
1: different websites to find these. I don't know where you come up with these. but I have a lot of fun doing this. You've done a great job with this. Today's five-pack of McNuggets is brought to you by FanDuel, the number one sportsbook in America. Right now, brand-new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 Moneyline bet, that's $150 if your team wins so you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is simple to use, and they have everything you could bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL and an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Guys, yesterday we talked about a lot of the advanced metrics with the Browns' defense and the Ravens' defense, why they have been so good this season. Mm-hmm. And one I held out intentionally was something I needed for this. And here's your first stat of the day. Three and out rates. The most important thing a defense can do if they're not creating turnovers, get the other team off the field as quickly as you can. The Browns forced three and outs at a 57% rate this season. That's first in the NFL by 11 points. That's crazy. Second in the NFL is the Saints at 46%. It is the highest three and out rate I could find on PFF. Going back year by year by year by year. For how many years? Could not find it. It's, as far as the PFF tracked it, yeah. it's the highest three-and-out rate. And just to give you a which little context. Which goes
0: back
2: to when? When did they start tracking that? 2004.
0: It's not a fair comparison because it's a half season versus a whole season. Right. But just so far, this but is. so far, the, No, it I know, but there's out. enough yeah. hay
2: in the barn here. Yeah. to that, and just kind of see which way they're trending.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous. Where yeah, are the Ravens, it. by the way? Yeah, good question. I, I all, wanted to know that, All too. I can tell, well, I'll look that up in one sec, but here's what you do you need to know. The difference between one and two, from the Browns to the Saints, one and two, 11%. That's the same difference of two to fourteen. That's crazy. So that's how much better the Browns are than any other team in the NFL when it comes to forcing. That's a home
2: run stat right there. McNeil gets wonderful I job. I mean, it's great. You think that, about it. You know,
0: team gets the ball maybe ten times in a game, right? Maybe it's a ten series. Ten to
2: 10, 10, If you're lucky, twelve. If you're scoring right. a lot and
0: the clocks. And that means six out of those ten, you're go, you, you only have four essentially four chances to score against the Browns. That's crazy. You know, that's going to keep you and in a lot of games. Mike,
2: I agree with you that the second most important thing a defense can do is, is to hold a team to three and out. Sure. After turning over the football. And you can also, like, in a game like this, we think it's going to be low scoring. In a game like this, it could turn into a field position game. And three and outs, sure. are, they're not as good as turnovers, but if you pick up a couple of first downs and you end up punting yeah, and you're... the Ravens go three and out, and they punt. You added twenty yards to your field position. Right. Yeah. You and you can keep doing that until you it, it leads to a, a that's score. That's a yeah.
3: huge part of this game, flipping Kevin, the field. Right. Kevin yeah. Stefanski has he has to. It, they can't go out there and have three and outs and no sustained drive. Sometimes a, a, a three first downs and a punt is good. Absolutely. I mean, it's better than an interception. Because now you can. You the best part of their team is the defense. You can play to your strengths and give your defense more room to do some exotic things. Right. Maybe to take a few more chances than they would if the team gets the ball in the middle of the field. You got a kicker. You got one of the best punters in the league, too. You do. Yeah.
2: McNuggets, one sort question. The and I don't know if you can find this out. Yeah. What, what was the Ravens' percentage when we played them the first time? How many times were they held?
1: Oh, I, I can tell out? you that real quick. I, I can't find the graphic that had them all without pulling up 6,000 tabs. So, Bull, I'll get you the Ravens that offline, but right. they're not one or two, I can tell you that. The first time these two teams played, Baltimore on third – or oh, you want three and outs, not third down. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look. That's Okay, that's yeah, that's a tough one to about. find.
2: Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, how they were against the Ravens when it comes to three and outs in their earlier – in their earlier Oh, game.
1: Bull, I got it. Hold on. Let yeah. me do the math. I found it. Baltimore forcing three and outs is – Oh my! Oh, they're they're there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're tenth. Tenth. Wow. That's surprising,
0: and, considering how good you look at the other analytics. They're
1: they're right there with the Browns. Thirty-six percent, by the way, compared to fifty-seven for the Browns. Wow, that fifty-seven percent is that's a crazy. bonkers. That's just nuts. Bonkers, man. All right, next up. Yeah. Jerome Ford. We talked about it, mm. but uh, I'm just say, yikes. Her <laughs> next-gen yeah. stats. Jerome Ford has a 4.74 efficiency rating as a running back. That is the fourth lowest efficiency rating in the NFL. And here's the issue. He's getting 3.5 seconds or 3.15 seconds behind the line three of scrimmage before contact. Seven. That is the most time behind the line of scrimmage in the NFL on average. Essentially means he is dancing. And you can see the play in the graphic here. Look at this. There are holes. This man dances. Is a One bit hole. indecisive before making any type of decision. The only running oh, backs in the nice. league... Less efficient than Jerome Ford this season. Cam Akers, who's been horrendous. Tyler Algier, who has not been good, had a great rookie Al-Gier. season last year. Algier, who yeah. was great last year, not good this year. And Damian Pierce, who's been an atrocity for yeah. the Houston what's Texans.
0: Cr- what's crazy about Algier before we get to Ford is that they drafted B. John Robinson, what, eighth overall? And they're using Algier more. And, and that he's been bad. I mean, he's been some bad. of these teams are so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of Jerome Ford, I mean, really, my only—I I obviously have, def, you know, been big time on board with Kevin Stefanski this year, as you know. My only complaint about Kevin Stefanski on offense, my only one, is that I think he uses Jerome Ford too much. Yeah, I, I, I don't like what
2: I've seen from him. We all pretty much agree that yeah. it's time to see what Pierre Strong can do, right.
3: If he gets Ford's carries, yes. I mean, he's—he listen, he. I would love to play against him. We, I, I would love to. He strikes no fear in anybody's mind. It's the indecision, and, and, and he. And here's the thing: long runs are intoxicating. He's had two of them, and coaches get enamored with home run hitting ability because they're like, "Wow! All it takes is one carry. He's a lottery ticket. Yeah, one, one, he, one ticket, one, yeah. one, one hit." I'm, I'm rich for life. I can win a game or I can yeah. steal a game with one. But listen, in between the, the hashes and with the minutia and just getting yards and moving the chains like we say that is, is important, he's not the guy. Yeah, he's too much scratch-off too too mu- Yeah, too <laughs> much sh- 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 all-in-your-jeans.
2: It's ruining
3: everything. And this <laughs> is the worst
0: team for Jerome Ford because oh. they – because if you're running side to side against the Ravens, I mean, you're yeah, their be ball killed.
2: pursuit is incredible. Well,
0: and they're li- they have the you're best line- they have you know one one or two best linebacking groups in the league. Gene, I mean, they're and so and fast. And Hamilton is a linebacker. Yeah, I mean they got all Plays these like fast one. guys. Marlon Humphrey defense. is those hitter.
2: Yeah. You know, there's something to be said for patience, because I think patience is important. But he's overdoing it. Yes, yeah. like a lot of times, the patience is let me see where a hole opens and then you go through it. It looks like he's like, nope, don't like that hole. Let me go over here. Let me, nope, nothing, nothing there. Yeah. Well, the play's over. Patience doesn't mean running. Side- like, Le'Veon Bell
0: in his prime was really a great patient runner, right? He would be holding on to the to the full backs jersey. Yes, and he would, he but would he wasn't going sideways. He was in
3: one spot. Yeah.
2: One spot. yeah. Looking around. Plot it's plot. like the punt returner that doesn't catch it and immediately run north and south. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. East and west on punt returns doesn't this. get it. And it doesn't get it. In, in I, I get it. Kareem back. Hunt's
0: not a home run hitter at this point in his career. But we don't know about Pierre Strong. He ran a great 40 time.
2: I, I, I we all it. like I what we it. saw from him a couple of weeks ago. Let's go. On your lottery analogy, I'd rather win 10 $5 tickets mm-hmm. than one $50 ticket. Mm-hmm. Because that's great for that drive in that moment. Right. Right. But for the four other drives right. where you're not getting first downs, <laughs> you're done. You're you're not moving the it, ball. Because it negatively
3: affects your defense too. And it's even right because yeah. your
2: defense is out there too
3: often. And, and it's, it's worse frequently. if he hits the home run and it's sixty yards, and you're like, "Oh, we're ready to go." Now you still now you're chasing that high. Right. You're yeah. chasing it. Oh, well, a couple more carries. You're right. It is intoxicating. A, a couple more. Just
1: give him. You know. Yeah. Nah, not against this squad. All right, number three. Usually, you would think that when your quarterback has more time, receivers have more time to get open, it's a good thing. Right. But that's not necessarily the case against the Ravens. Take a look at this. Opposing quarterbacks have a negative 141 EPA when the opposing quarterback has more than two and a half seconds in the pocket to throw the ball. That is absurd. One touchdown, seven interception on those attempts, and a league-low 5.1 yards per attempt when the quarterback has time. Their cornerbacks are sticky. Their safeties are everywhere. Second lowest in the league, Jacksonville, at minus 76.5. They're twice as good, essentially, as any team when the quarterback isn't getting the ball out quick. Deshaun Watson, as good as he can be and as good as he has been in Houston, his strong suit was never getting the ball out quickly. He's a guy that likes to hold the ball, read the defense, make things happen. His average time to throw this season, 3.08 seconds. His quickest time to throw this season in the game was last week against Arizona at 2.8. Both of those would fall into the don't do this against Baltimore category. Bull, I told you yesterday, mm. why is this the Elijah Moore game? Because they're going to have to get the ball out quick, especially with the banged up offensive line. Quick, short passes. Elijah. Everything Moore. has to this be is why, out in a hurry. This is why Elijah Moore is going to break out and break out like forty yards on eight catches.
0: I wish you were right, but I don't. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think it's more about getting the ball to David Njoku and the running backs. That's uh, a fascinating stat, Mike. He did a great job with that. Mike. That is a
2: great one. Another I mean, great one.
0: Who? Are, that's crazy. I'm trying to think about what that means. Why are the Ravens so good? And I guess because they have so much team speed on defense that maybe when things are breaking down at the end and all of a sudden at the corner of his eye the, corner, the quarterback's like, oh, I got somebody, and the play's broken down, but the Ravens can make up that ground on defense
1: better than most so of How these many cats. interceptions do the Browns have on the season? Do the Browns have? Yeah. As Let's a team. see. Try to do the mental math. Five? Dento Gino has Stone. two.
3: Gino Stone may have more than the entire Browns team.
1: Probably. Let me, let
3: me, can, can you can you show me that play again? You you put your graphic they up there. They have seven, by the way. Okay, oh, seven? so they've got one more than Geno Stone has by himself. They have one throw, more than Geno Stone. Throw that, graphic, throw it, uh, that, that uh, play up there again, and I, I, I'll tell you exactly why it happens. Look at them. they in this mug technique. How many guys are in line of scrimmage? Well, there's, it, there has to be seven. There's, there's looks like seven they drop three back right? right so what you do is when you're when you have seven guys at the line of scrimmage mug technique which is your linebackers up in the a gaps now you got to change your protection scheme and now you got to get rid of the ball quickly because you don't know who's coming now look at it now when you get a clean picture you don't know who's coming and where you're throwing. So now most quarterbacks are throwing with anticipation. And if you're trying to throw with anticipation and you don't know where anybody's going to be at, it's going to cause you interceptions. And it speeds your clock up because now guys aren't – the guys are coming free because they're just fooling you based on alignment. Like, hey, I can show up right here in this A-gap. Are you going to block the right guy? And so for the Browns, this is a big time time thing because you already got Jed Wills out. You, Dewan Jones is a practice, so that means your both of your tackles are going to have to diagnose who they're coming, guys moving around, you're twist You change your pass pro a lot, you change your pass pro. And now, Deshaun Watson is a guy who has not been throwing ball a lot, so he's not going to be sharp in terms of being pinpoint accurate if guys are to, diagnosing where the guy's going to go and picking where you drop. So, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to match protect a lot, and, and like the, a couple games earlier this season. When you when you block your tight ends and there's release check release late, those guys are open in the flats. A lot of what they're going to do, like Bull said, your running backs, your tight ends are going to be the guys that are going to be able to work with you, chip and e- catch, e- chip and catch, yep. and and get it to them quick. Deshaun has been he's a couple when I watched all twenty two. He's been holding a little too long. Give your guy an opportunity. To catch the ball and make a guy miss. Don't give it to him. Don't put it on him and the, the, the guy's right next to him. Right, right. Get it to him early so he can, he can make something happen. I think it's a big part of how they're going to move the football. They're not going to be able to move downfield with all these deep
1: passing, passing attacks. All right, next up. The biggest stride Lamar has made this season, which is taking him from a good quarterback back into the MVP conversation, is how he's handled pressure. Against the Blitz this season, Lamar has been absolutely elite. On the year, he's 38 of 67 passing when blitzed slash under pressure for 669 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. He has an 11.8 big-time throw percentage. That's a typo, my bad. Percentage under pressure, that's best in the NFL by 2%. When we did this, the first time we did this, I thought about how bad he was historically against pressure. Well, it's been the opposite this year. I don't know if it's Todd Munkin. I don't know if it's Lamar just becoming that next progression in his quarterback play, but he's been great under pressure this season, and we know the Browns. They don't blitz a lot, but they get pressure as well as
4: any team in the league with four or five guys. Mm. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your
1: team every day. It's been his Achilles heel previously. It's been what he's best against this year. So to
2: me, this stat is the single thing you can point to as to... The progression of Lamar Jackson no doubt, yeah. and why he's having the kind of season he's well, having. Well, it goes to the turnovers, right? We talked it about does. him not turning the ball he's over. Not being he's not being forced into bad in situations. Exactly, and I want to give kudos to whoever is responsible for this. And I don't know—is it the OC? Is it the head coach? Is it Lamar? Just putting in all kinds of extra work. Uh, I've had baseball players tell me this before, and I know football players do it too. They, every offseason, they go back and they say, what was my Achilles? Yeah. Was it? And, and I think we had a guy this year in Josh Naylor who his Achilles was red flashing lights. You can't yeah. hit left-handed pitching. Right. He went back into the lab, and he improved his batting average against versus left-handed pitching by over 100 points. He yeah. completely flipped that script. He did. I think Lamar Jackson should be applauded because I think he's done the same thing. He took his Achilles, yeah. and he's made it his strength and that's scary for how good this oh, yeah. Ravens team can be and how far they can go. I mean,
0: the, the, the book on him was you get him under pressure, he's going to make a mistake. It's yes. always been the book on him. That's why you never trusted him in a big spot. But so far this year, like you said, it's been the opposite. Yeah, I think you got to give Todd Monk in the O.C. some credit. Yeah. But I think a lot of it goes to Lamar. I mean, and, and his progression as a player, no doubt. He's
2: done a great job. He really
4: has.
1: Last one. I mentioned this guy's name a couple times. He is my, I guess, opponent crush of the week. But the matchup to watch this weekend in the trench, because the tackles are so iffy, is going to be Wyatt Teller versus Justin Matabike. Last week against Arizona, Teller was stellar. 34 pass blocking snaps, Mm -hmm. zero pressures allowed, zero sacks. We didn't mention Matabike in the top 10 draft. That's a big miss out of you guys. He has a sack in six straight games. It's a wow. new Baltimore record. He is seven and a half on the season that leads all NFL defensive tackles. He has 30 pressures this season. That's second in the NFL among defensive tackles. We did miss some, His man. career high for an entire season is 32. He's got 30 through nine. He also beat Teller. You can see that for a sack in week four. And when he plays Cleveland, he has a damn near 90 grade on PFF in eight career wow. games. Uh, seven career games, excuse me. Yeah. This guy has been everywhere on the field this wow. year. It's his best season as a the, pro. The fact that and that's Justin a Matabike record guy, for the Ravens. you got to mention that.
2: Six straight games with a sack. And I yeah, think crazy. that Ray Lewis never did it. All of the stalwart defensive linemen yeah. that they've had over the years, no Raven has ever had I six straight. That. I yeah. wouldn't have either. But he's, he's going to be. That's impressive. A, yeah. I mean, the Browns, their interior of their line, if they don't hold up, the Browns, are no way they're winning this game. And you don't like that matchup automatically because they're – Held together by band aids right now. No, but I'm saying the middle of it. The guards in the oh, center, yeah. those guys, those
0: three guys, Batonio, Teller, and and Pochett, they got to be great because there's already enough problems outside. Man, this they got to this,
2: be. This, you this can't if problem. Watson's getting pressure in the middle, they're they're screwed. It's a really good stat, Mike, and again, a really good job. Nice with the job, Five piece uh, McNuggets, just really, really good things to think about as as you get ready to watch this game. Appreciate
1: it. We got to get some super chats in. We're gonna play the Njoku video real quick. Today's super chats are brought to us by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Case by Jace Medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you peace of mind so you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and it's simple to handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care so you don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout. That's promo code LOCKDOWN at JaceMedical.com couple super chats nick lopez says happy birthday to my fellow marines happy 248th birthday to the united states marine corps buff gaming also says happy marine corps birthday and happy marine corps birthday from everyone here at ucss halim Youssef said for all for all but one team if you play the browns you lose the following week because of our physicality ravens will lose to the bengals on thursday night if we pull this out, I it'll be so. huge. <laughs> Daryl says, WKYC, Channel 3, UCSS is lit. Kool and Mafia in the building, 2720. That's my final pick. Set Apart Last says, this may be the first time the show is hitting on all cylinders. Y'all are on fire today. And uh, Squid Vet Ohio says that Turtleneck needs to be circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. No, it already is. Hey, listen. And we, got, we got 10 seconds. It wouldn't and we're, be if I unrolled it. Ten seconds, That's we're disgusting. on Channel 3 in a few yeah. oh. minutes. We'll see y'all there. Mm. We'll play the Njoku video. We'll post it for everyone out there. But it oh. the worked out. was crazy. Yeah, we're out of time. See you on ya. 3.
3: Peace!
2: And welcome yeah. to the PCC Airfoils Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We are here on Channel <clears> 3 every Friday at 1230 during the Brown season to preview the big upcoming game. And this one is huge. I'm Jay Crawford. Coming up on the show... I'm going to tell you why the most important thing the Browns must do on Sunday is figure out a way to stop all of the options of that Ravens offense. Bull.
0: Jay, I'm Adam the Bull, and I'm going to talk about the tackle position for the Browns. We might be without both starters at tackle. How concerned should we be? G? I'm
3: G. Bush. I'm Captain Kool-Aid himself. I'm going to tell you why (laughs) on Monday the Cleveland Browns will be tied atop the AFC North. The Nuggets.
1: And I'm Mikey McNuggets, and I love stats, but there's a stat about Kevin Stefanski that I can't even explain. So hopefully they can.
2: Yeah, we're going to try to explain it. It is a bizarre stat. It really is. is. But, you know, sometimes you look at things in their statistical anomalies. But this has been his pattern for his entire time here in Cleveland. It's odd. We can't explain it. We're going to do our best to try. All right. uh, I think you could say that there will only be one football game this year, bigger than For the Cleveland Browns. And that's considering if they're still in contention in week 17, week 18. When they play the Bengals the last game of the year. Baltimore comes in 7-2. Browns come in 5-3. The Browns win. Their chances of making the playoffs are better than 70%. They lose. Those chances go down to below 50%. That's how big this game is. Against Arizona, Deshaun was just okay. Had a bad half. Had a pretty good half. Will middle-of-the-road or average be good enough on Sunday to beat a Ravens team that is seven and 7-2? I thought he... Uh, above uh, Average to slightly above average will be
0: good enough if the defense plays up to its best. Right? Better than they did against they the Ravens. Which they didn't do the first right. time they played right. the Ravens. Now, the Browns offense in that game, the quarterback play in that game, was not even close to average. It was horrendous. I don't think... Deshaun Watson has to play an elite game for the Browns to win. But, Captain Obvious, he can't turn the ball over. If he right. turns the ball over, it's big trouble for the Browns. If he plays a game somewhat equivalent <clears throat> to what he did last week, maybe less, you know, like he was really bad in the first half and pretty good in the second. It's a little more in the middle for the whole thing. I think they can still win that way. Uh, but obviously, it'll be up to the
3: defense to play great. L- Listen, Boo. Um there's a lot of people out there today that don't want to hear that. They're not trying to hear that right now. Um, You got Deshaun Watson for games like this. It is Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. He can't come out here and play regular and two ten and a touchdown and expect to be the team that people think probably have the top MVP choice on the road in Baltimore with probably 1 or 1A, the best defense in the league. The same way Lamar Jackson, you count on him to make three or four special plays to get you over the top, they're going to have to start at some point in time looking at Deshaun Watson and say, give me three or four special plays to keep us in these types of football games. And I'm telling you what, he, he has a three, sh- three th- sh- uh, throws that showed you he was special last week against the Cardinals. He needs to do that and be consistent with it. He needs consistent yeah. throws, Jay, in order for them to win his football game. This is a
2: different weight class, let's, let's face it, than where they played last week. The Arizona Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the league. The Baltimore Ravens are one of the best teams in the league. So the short answer to this question is no. The way he played last week will not be enough. Now, granted, if the defense plays one of their best games, like they did against the Cardinals, then I think that two halves like he had in the second half might be enough. He can't have a bad half against the Ravens and still win. He's got to be Deshaun Watson from Houston. One thing I want to point out, his last two complete games have been his best games in a Cleveland Browns uniform. That's great news for us, guys. He's trending in the right direction. He needs to continue that if they want to get the win. But those weren't
0: great games. He didn't play great in either of those games. Listen, I'm
2: not calling him great. I'm just saying it's the best he's played for us. that's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah, obviously, in the long term, we didn't trade – for Deshaun Watson, give up all the draft capital, to be mid. save all the money, to be mid. No. But in this particular game, could they still win if <clears throat> the defense plays great and he's mid? I think they could. I'm hoping that they don't need to win that way. But right now, there's not a ton of confidence that he can play at a great level.
2: Yeah, we disagree on that. I just think yeah. he's, he's got to be really, really good on Sunday if the Browns are going to win. I want him to be the reason they win. He really hasn't been that yet. No, he has. And, and, and I want to see a game where they can say, well, they won this game yeah. because of Deshaun I, Watson. That's why agreed, they brought him here. But I don't, I, I agree. We would all want to see that. And right.
0: yes, obviously, the better he plays, the better chance they have. I just don't think he has to play great for them to win.
2: Now, obviously, the way he plays is going to have a lot to do with the Browns' offensive line. That's bad news right now because yeah. their offensive line is a mess. Obviously, Conklin hurt early, done for the season. Jed Wills now. On IR, he's not available for at least the next four weeks, maybe longer. The other concerning thing is you've got a guy named Jaron Christian. Don't ask me about him; I can't tell you anything about him. He is at left tackle. James Hudson didn't practice today, and uh, that or, or DeJuan or, Jones. Yeah, DeJuan, I'm sorry. Yeah, DeJuan Jones didn't practice today, which is a bad sign. Dewan Jones yeah. had a great rookie season. He's held things down at the right, yeah. on the right side. That means we could have James Hudson. Who we know has not been great. Yeah. And Jaron Christian, who we know nothing about not even, on the line. I had
0: not even heard of Jaron Christian. Nor Yesterday. However, he's actually played a lot in the league. He's He started, I, I want to say, about 12, 15 games in the 16 games. Wow. What's that, Mike? 16 games. So, full he so he's played a lot. What's and, his
2: PFF? I'm sure you looked. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, well, okay. he hasn't
0: played this year.
2: No, I know. But I'm talking about but in the games. I know. I played. didn't
0: look at that. I'm just saying, I was just looking to see if he had played at all. He had been with the Chiefs. And, and one or two other teams. So he's been around, well, he's, tw- he's not a kid, he's like 27 years old. He was a th- yeah, you know, third-round pick in 2018. So at least he has some experience, and he played, you know, he's started some games. Is, is
2: it going to take a miracle from, from Bill Callahan to pull a rabbit out of a hat
3: and make this line look um, good enough so uh, Deshaun Watson can sure. play well? I, I think <laughs> it's going to come down to not only uh, Bill Callahan it's going to come down to Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski has to have his best cold game of of the year. And I thought he had a really good game against the 49ers. The reason he's going to have to have a, a great game this game is because, look, you can't be in five wide when you got you know, some of these guys who've never played before. You know what the Baltimore Ravens are going to do with some of the simulated pressures they're going to have. They leave the NFL in sack. Guys are going to be up. They count, They count on confusion. So what you need to happen is you need to be in third and two. You need to be a second and five. Stay on schedule. You need to be on I mean, schedule, and you need to be able to have run pass options every single time you come up to the line of scrimmage. So third and 15, third yeah. and 20, second and 20, those are no-nos. We cannot have it. And I think Kevin Stefanski can't put his his offensive line in, a, in an area where yeah. they're getting hold and piddled. He's putting them behind They're schedule. not doing five wide. I mean, first of all, they have barely any receivers. Yeah, right? <laughs> David
0: Bell, we don't know. what's Did he practice today? I, I did get, not see a stat update on I don't, I don't, I don't on think David he practiced today. We know that Goodwin's in the concussion protocol, so he's probably not going to play. And so you really Tum only there. have th- your fourth receiver. I think this week is Proche, who was the punt returner. Right, and you got a couple of guys on the on the practice squad who you could, who they might end up bringing up. But no, this game is going to be about quick passes to the backs and tight ends. I think get Amari Cooper involved a little bit and run the
2: ball. I, I, th- I agree with you. This is on Kevin Stefanski to yes. scheme guys open. Quick hitters, he can't stand back there three or four seconds. Right, he'll no. be running for his life all day. And speaking of Kevin Stefanski, we talked at the top of the show about this bizarre stat that's really, really difficult to explain. Stefanski is nineteen and seven after a loss. That means he's pulling it together. He's rallying the troops. After a win, he's ten and eighteen. I can't con- explain it. Can you guys?
3: Um, up and down play. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win win, one, you know that's the thing that the Cleveland Browns are gonna have big tasks with the next two weeks. You got an AFC North opponent. You have a chance to go uh, six and three. Then you get you get the Pittsburgh Steelers back at home. These are the the, the two pivotal games in the Browns season. To will we'll we'll know are you contenders or pretenders?
0: I mean, I think you look at the quarterbacks that have played for the Browns: Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett have played the majority of the games. They're all inconsistent quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson wasn't before he got here, but after not playing for a year and a half, and end dealing with injury, he's been inconsistent. Baker's always been an up and down player, and Jacoby Brissett, you know, there was some inconsistency there. I, that's I, it. Do I mean, you
2: point to Stefanski for that? Because they've all three been inconsistent. I,
0: I guess. I mean, I would argue that that Jacoby Brissett was even you know was worse than that before he got here. True. And I don't. I don't really want to blame Stefanski for Watson. So, I don't know. But, I mean, it's a weird stat. I think it's more of a coincidence than anything he's specifically doing. But
2: it's hard to say. See, I could call it a coincidence if it was, you know, 6-1 and after a loss and 2-5 and after a win. These numbers are big big numbers. numbers. It's a a large sample size. And you know that the larger the sample size, the more you're going to get at what you really are. And your point is they're up. They're yeah. down, and they have never been consistently up. The record after a loss is like one of the best in in the
0: sport. Listen, nineteen and seven. Yeah, I mean that's great. That's phenomenal. But they, can never, it's,
1: it's but like they can't parlay that into a three game yeah. win streak. And,
3: and and win streaks are are the the fuel that that pushes playoff movement. Like, you got to sure. win 3-4. The teams do. that win 3-4 in a row, those are the playoff teams. Yeah. The guys that are winning, losing two, win one, win. It's too inconsistent for you to put some momentum together. Um, and, and it's just, you know, we look at this game, and it, and it just so happens that you got the Baltimore Ravens once again looking up at you. It's a big-time opportunity for not only the coach staff, but Deshaun Watson, too.
2: All right, we're taking our first break. When we come back. Coach Tyvis with a fascinating breakdown on all of the options this Baltimore Ravens offense has with that guy, Lamar Jackson, running the show. We're coming right back after our first break from PCC Air Force. And we welcome you back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on WKYC Channel 3. We know that for the Browns to win, they're going to have to find a way to slow Lamar Jackson. He's not having the most sexy season of his career because he's put up gaudy numbers in the past but many can argue he's having the most productive and well-rounded season of his career how do you stop him well for that we throw it to studio a here at wkyc with our fearless producer mikey mcnugget standing by with our coach Tyvis powell guys
1: Thanks, Jay. Hey, we know the Browns' defense has been phenomenal this season, but the one area they have struggled to defend is the read option, and there might not be a better team in the NFL that runs the read option better than Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. In the first matchup between these two, Lamar scored two rushing touchdowns, both on read option, so I called him the big dogs. I called in Coach Tyves <laughs> to help diagnose and explain how the Browns' defense could be much better against the read option. This time around, than they were in the first matchup.
5: Yeah, and the first thing we need to do, Mike, is we need to teach everybody what the read option is. As we look at this play right here, we're looking at Miles Garrett on this play. That's what the quarterback is looking at. The quarterback is going to read this defensive end. If he crashes down on the running back, the quarterback is taught to pull. But if the, the DN takes the quarterback, he's taught to give the ball. On this play right here, Miles Garrett gets a little bit too far up the field and he takes it. But the person I want to focus on is Taki Taki. Taki Taki is the linebacker on this. He kind of loses his eyes, goes too far, crosses over, loses his footing. It creates a big hole for Lamar Jackson, and it's an easy walk-in touchdown for Baltimore.
1: Now, you expect that from Lamar. You don't expect that from Gardner Minshew. In the Colts game, the Colts really bust up the Browns defense using a couple different read option alternatives and variations and tie. What did you see from that, especially in the RPO kind of pass read option that the Browns have to be aware for this Sunday? Well,
5: the the first thing when I look at it is they weren't expecting Gardner Minshew to be a runner on this play. And what they did was they sent the guy in motion, found out that the Browns were in man to man. But the guys I want to look at is Zadarius and Grant Delpit on this play. Zedarius does a great job of taking the running back. And Delpit actually makes a good job of getting the quarterback. Problem is the rest of the defense wasn't there to help him. He sends it back, but there's nobody to send it back to because everybody's worried about the running back. Let's look at it from the different from the back side. On this play again, Z'Darrius does an unbelievable job, him and the rest of the defense by that matter. They all have their eyes on the running back. Nobody is there to help Dale Pitt as he sends this ball back inside. And there, Gardner Minshew shows you what he can do with his legs, and he gives you a little Latino heat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't do that again on my show, Ty. Hey, Jay, it's going to come down to Miles Garrett's Darius Smith, and if anyone can scheme it up, it's Jim Schwartz. Real quick, confidence 1 to 10. Can the Browns shut down the read option on Sunday?
5: I think the Browns will do an unbelievable job shutting down the read option. this game. I would
1: say I'd give them a 9 on this one. He played in the NFL for four years. I'm going to listen to Tyvus. Jay, back to you. All right, I don't know what got into Tyvus there. I have no idea. <laughs> He's
2: dancing all over the place. I liked it. I did too, but Mikey said never again.
3: Hey, man, he had too much sugar. He ate Skittles for <laughs> What's wrong with
2: what Tyvus did? He was having fun. That's what this show's supposed to be about.
0: A little he, too he much He was dancing. on a sugar buzz for oh, sure. Oh, stop
3: it, Mike. Don't be too uptight. Yeah, we
2: like we like Tyvus. We like it when he has fun. All right, we're coming. right, we're taking a break. When we come back, wow. You talk about defense, two of the best in the entire NFL. We're going to break it down with a new segment here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show when we come right back. Welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 48 hours, 12 minutes and counting. Not that I'm keeping track before kickoff of the Ravens and the Browns. Massive game. Uh, If the Browns have any hopes of winning the AFC North, you really got to win this. You can't put yourself in a three-game hole, even if you have seven to play. It's just too too big of a spot to dig out of. Uh, New segment this week, and I love it. Um, And it's really going to focus on the defense. It's called I
1: Know, I Think, I Doubt. Mike, explain it. How does this work? I'm going to give each of you guys a statement, and you tell me if you know it to be true. You think it could happen, or you doubt it's going to happen. So Perfect. we're going to start. Pretty simple. Bull, you first. We did this last week, right? Or was it a different First day? time on the TV show. Ah, no, first okay. time on the TV yeah. show. Yeah, so right. a new okay, WKYC good. segment. The yes. first, I know, I think, I doubt. Neither the Browns nor the Ravens Bowl will score more than 21 points on Sunday. Do you know that? Do you think that? Or do you doubt it? I, you know what? I, I think that. I probably should have
0: said I know. I, the more I thought about it. But I'm going with I think. I'm I'm pretty confident in this. I should have gone even stronger and said I know. But I, these are the two best defenses in the NFL. The Ravens offense has been good. But it's been a little inconsistent at times. Uh, and they haven't faced the defense this good. Except the first time they played them. And they did well. But I think that was a unique circumstance in the DTR situation. I think the Browns are going to struggle to get to 20 points. If I had to pick one team, I pro- I think if it ends up being a highest-scoring game, I would lean towards the Ravens. But I'm picking the Browns to win, so I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I don't think
3: either team's getting a 20. Mm, listen, uh, uh, low-scoring affair bodes well for the Browns. I think they play well in those low-scoring affairs, especially when you got a field goal kicker who makes kicks right down the middle. Yeah, they have one of those two.
2: Yes. Um, but we finally have one to go along with Justin Tucker. I, I'm with you, Bull. Bo- I think... That's true. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that either team will go over 21 and I also agree with you if I think if someone does it will be the Ravens. I'm just not sure that this offense yeah. against that defense the Browns offense yeah. against the Ravens defense can do it. So I would I would co-sign everything you
1: said. I think that to be yeah. true. Next up is for G Bush a Brown not named Amari Cooper or David and Joku. So anyone but those two will catch a touchdown pass against the Ravens. G Ooh. do you know that? Do you think that, or do you doubt it?
3: Huh, this is a tough one. A Brown not named Amari Cooper or David Njoku would catch? No. Um. I know that. I, see, this is weird, because I I, I want to say I know that for a fact that that's not going to happen. Like, they're not catching that ball. So, you so doubt I doubt it. So I doubt yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, so the, you know, I doubt the fact that they're going to do that. And the reason I definitely doubt that is because offensive line is going to be banged up don't have enough time to look downfield, especially when you're trying to get the ball deep. Uh, they're going to have to keep guys, more guys in, the protection schemes, quick stuff. So right now, the only two dependable guys we know for a fact are Amari Cooper and David Njoku. And they have to do some smoke and mirrors with David Njoku with screens and stuff to get him involved. So I-, I think it's going to be a ground and pound affair. And guess what? We're just going to throw the bar- ball to Amari Cooper because it seems to work. I would agree with. I doubt. I mean, I could see maybe
0: one of the running backs catching a pass. Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman. I mean, uh, the odds of those guys scoring a touchdown in this game are very. I mean, it can't happen, but it's not likely. Could
2: we see Watkins the off the practice Jr. Off the practice squad, Yeah. No. <laughs> I, but yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go along with you as you guys are both. I doubt it. Yeah. I'm going to say that I think. It could happen, and I think it could be Kareem Hunt. He has okay. scored okay. a touchdown in okay. four straight games. But it's all been rushing, right?
0: Okay. It's all
1: no one of. I think all oh, well, he is rushing touchdown in four straight games. That is correct. Okay, not a, he doesn't have a passing touchdown. He may on top of that,
2: but he yeah, has a I rushing one. Four. I could be wrong. Okay. I'm
1: going to say that I, I think okay. that I,
2: I think they can get a touchdown through the air to. Someone other than Njoku. If I had to vote for someone, it would be Kareem Hunt. I would would agree. I mean, it's funny. uh, When when he came back, the fan base was very excited. Uh, He hasn't been the Kareem Hunt that he was in Kansas City. We have never seen that Kareem Hunt here. But he's been better than I think a lot of fans
1: have thought. Jay, you're up last here. I know I think I doubt Deshaun Watson will throw for more yards in this game than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I had to think about this for a second. Uh, I was going to say I doubt, but I think there's
2: a chance, and here's why. I think of the two teams, the Ravens are the better balanced team. Mm -hmm. They're going to move the ball on the ground. They've been very, very good on the ground this year, despite the fact that they keep losing starting running backs. The reason I went with, I think, is because the Browns could be in a situation where they have to play catch up and they have to throw the ball a lot where I think the Ravens are safe in the idea that if they can't move it through the air, they can on the ground. And for that reason, I think Deshaun Watson could end up with more passing.
3: You heard it here first. Jay Crawford uh, of WKYC says Deshaun Watson throws for 350 yards. (laughs) I did? I don't remember saying that. (laughs) And by the way, if he does throw for more, he'll have
0: 210
2: and Lamar will have 205. I agree with (laughs) I think, and I
0: think it's also because the Ravens are more likely to be
2: effective running the ball than the Browns. Yeah. There you go. Where are you? I, I you got way in. Uh, I know. I think I doubt. I, I He's
3: two, 242. 242. Lamar Jackson throws. He throws for 230, but he has some more yards on the So, ground. you know oh, that know. Deshaun Watson is mm. going to throw for more passing. And, and if he don't, the Browns ain't going to win. Interesting. Mm.
2: Okay. All right, um, we've got a read for that. Here's Mikey McNuggets.
1: If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Air Force is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com careers to learn more.
2: All right, after this break, it's my favorite segment of the show. It's pre-written headlines. We all tell you who wins and how they do it. Welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on Channel 3. We've got breaking news and Bullet Ain't Good. Yeah, uh, Dewan Jones has officially been ruled out by
0: just moments ago by Kevin Stefanski. He is out for the game. We already know Jed Wills is out. Uh, James Hudson, this is expected. I had said during the break that this was definitely happening. I just want to clarify, but I didn't say it on the air. James Hudson is expected to start at right tackle. Joel Batonio likely to start at left tackle. Wow. And Nick Harris likely to start at left guard. Those position assignments are not uh, official. That's the likely if scenario. If it goes
2: that way, only two starters will be in their right position. That's wow. right.
0: Also, David Bell and Marquise Goodwin ruled out. Goodwin with a concussion, David Bell and knee. Greg Newsom and Pierre Strong are questionable. But obviously, they both practiced uh, the last couple of days, and so they're goodness. trending mm. in the right All way. All right,
2: give us your headline. All right, my headline
0: is: This is you know, listen. I still listen. A lot of this points to the Browns losing. I got a hunch the defense is embarrassed by how they performed against the Ravens last time, and Deshaun Watson will play well enough. Miles Garrett's going off in this game. He is playing with cockiness and confidence at a whole ridiculous level. He takes over this game, sacks Lamar Jackson three times. Deshaun Watson throws two touchdowns, one to Njoku and one to Cooper. Browns win the game.
4: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: I like that. Let's get it going, man. I like I like the fact you've got them winning. Hey, listen, Kool-Aid Mafia, we back again, ready to go. Ravens get tag-teamed. And a 24-21 loss. Watson starts the fourth quarter comeback while Hopkins finishes it with a last-second field goal. And the Browns win this game 24-21.
2: Wow, I just could not be as optimistic as you guys. I'm the lone Ravens picker, at least right now. We'll see what McNugget said. Uh, <laughs> my headlines is to John Steele signs too? <laughs> <laughs> Ravens continue dominance of Browns. I do think it'll be a lot closer than it was the first time. Twenty-eight-three was way out of whack. Yeah. DTR was playing the defense. I think realized very early that what they were going to be able to do was not going to be enough. So unfortunately I have the Browns coming back five, four, but five and four, but playing better than they did the first time. McNuggets.
1: Yeah. We made these picks before we learned the offensive line was in shape, but I'm still sticking with this. How about it's rat bird hunting season? Miles shoots the mar to sky. Ravens out of first place with dramatic last second win. So little playoff Looney Tunes there. They'd still
2: be in first place even if they lose.
1: Yeah, they by virtue of them having played wins, an extra yeah.
2: game. Yeah. yeah, right. They would be seven and three. The Browns would be six and three. Right. So they've
1: got another win at hand. Oh, you still got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati in the mix too. So
2: yeah. I'm um, so I'm the, I'm it. I'm the only guy picking against the Browns this yeah. week. I There's nothing I want more than to be wrong. That's right. Uh, Don't forget, you can watch the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show every single day. We air live 11 to 1. Just type in UCSS in the search bar. It'll take you there. Or you can watch it on your time whenever you want throughout the day. We'll see you at the post-game show. It starts at the two-minute warning of Sunday's game. Go Browns. We'll see you next week.
4: Hey, Prime members.